Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, director of Go Teach Global and author of the book Men Alive. Jim, I see that today's question asks, are men like sheep? Where are we going with this one? There are a host of Bible stories that involve sheep and lambs. In the 23rd Psalm, David compares himself to sheep and the Lord as our shepherd. He writes, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along the right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. The Bible says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every man to his own understanding. With all due respect, Jim, to the men who are listening today, sheep are not the sharpest animals on the planet. In fact, they could be unruly and quite dumb. Think about it for a moment. Sheep have virtually no defenses. They have no scales like crocodiles, no thick hides like rhinoceroses, no wings to fly away, no claws and no horns for protection, no speed to chase or run away, no poison, no power, no camouflage, virtually no sense of direction, and they can get lost very easily, just a short distance from the flock. Sheep have only one defense. Stay close to the shepherd. I've been thinking about sheep and what the Bible says about sheep and wondering, why does God compare men to sheep? And your conclusion? Men and sheep are similar in many ways. Philip Keller, who was a shepherd in East Africa, wrote a book back in 1970 titled A Shepherd Looks at the 23rd Psalm. Keller noted that men, like sheep, tend to follow the masses and do what those around them do. Both sheep and men live with fears and timidity, with stubbornness and, dare we say, stupidity. Sheep are almost perverse in their habitual disobedience to doing what is right. As Keller said, sheep and men need a shepherd. I remember one story Keller told about his first flock of 30 ewes that he bought. His neighbor, who was a shepherd, handed him a large, sharp knife and said, Okay, Philip, they're yours. Now you have to put your mark on them. Keller knew that each shepherd had his own distinctive mark that he cut into one or other of the ears of his sheep, so that even from a distance it was easy to determine to whom the sheep belongs. From that moment, an indelible mark of ownership was made that could never be erased. There's a parallel in the Old Testament when a slave chose of his own free will to become a lifetime member of that Hebrew household. The owner would take him to the doorframe of his house and with an awl puncture a hole through his ear. From then on, he was no longer a slave. He was part of that house. 
Jesus did that with us when he said, If any man would be my disciple, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Pablo, when you and I accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord, we were able from that moment forward to say, The Lord is my shepherd. We belong to him no matter what happens. Notice the next phrase, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Like sheep looking at what we think is greener grass on the other side of the fence, we tend to want to wander away from the shepherd and his rules and set out on our own, away from his protection. How dumb is that? Like you said, Pablo, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own understanding. I can name a few times when I wanted to apply for a different job to get through the fence, so to speak, and try something different. Then I felt the shepherd's crook around my neck, gently pulling me back to make me lie down in green pastures. Philip Keller makes it clear it is impossible to make sheep lie down until four requirements are met. First, the sheep must be free of all fear. Paul, we have said this when we teach our Standing Strong Through the Storm seminar, that one of our enemy's greatest tactics is fear, to make us fearful, restless, anxious, and full of worry. One of our teaching points is that the Bible has some 366 verses that say, Do not be afraid. 366 verses. It's like the Lord gave us a verse for every day of the year and an extra verse for leap year. Fear not. Sheep will lie down and rest only if they are free from fear. But they will not lie down if there is friction with other sheep, or if they are being tormented by flies or parasites. And they will not lie down if they are still hungry. That does sound like us, men. We are not at peace with ourselves if we are full of fear. We are not at peace with our family if there is conflict. We are not at peace within if our emotions are being harassed and bothered, and we are not experiencing spiritual peace if we are hungry and not being fed from God's Word. You are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham. Today we are talking about the comparison of men and sheep. You can request your digital copy of Are Men Like Sheep? at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Philip Keller nails it again when he says it is Christ's presence in our life as the good shepherd that dispels the fear, the panic, and the terror of the unknown. The Apostle Paul told his disciple Timothy in his second letter, 7th verse, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound, meaning disciplined, mind. There's no need for the sheep to compete and complain and have conflicts. The same good shepherd is looking after each of us. He will discipline any sheep that attacks or hurts other sheep. In fact, once the sheep are aware of the shepherd's presence, the competing, complaining, and conflicts begin to diminish. That sounds like us today. The next verse in Psalm 23 says, He leadeth me beside still waters. 
Sheep enjoyed drinking at a still, clear source of water rather than a rushing, turbulent stream or a dirty, muddy pool. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled, meaning satisfied. To drink in spiritual terms means to accept or to believe or take in. Our desire is to know Christ. All of earth's religions have this thirst to know God. Only Jesus said, If any man thirsts, let him come to me and drink, and he will never thirst again. Pablo, I'm continuing to see how much we are like sheep. We are defenseless and totally dependent on the Good Shepherd for protection, for food, and for drink. On our own, we get lost, sick, and risk many dangers. The next phrase says, He restoreth my soul. That has significance to a shepherd. In Psalm 42.11, the psalmist David himself, a sheep herder, wrote, Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. If most listeners are like me, the phrase cast down is not a familiar phrase. It is an old English phrase for when a sheep that has turned over on its back and cannot get up again by itself. A cast sheep is a pathetic sight. It lies on its back, feet in the air, moving its legs in the air, but going nowhere. Left alone, it would die. But the shepherd finds the sheep, gently rolls it over, helps it stand, holds it upright till the legs work again, and then brings it back to the flock. Pablo, you and I as men have both experienced that gentle restoration that God brings to us by his grace after a time of being cast down, discouraged, or disobedient. As the psalmist said, he restores my soul. I like the next part. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. It's my understanding that sheep, if left too long in one pasture, will overgraze, eat the grass right down to the roots and destroy the land. They must be led to new pastures to keep getting fresh grass. We as men can become stubborn and fixed in our determination to do things our way. We must learn to listen to that still, small voice of our shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, as he leads us into new understanding of Scripture, new awareness of his direction, as he leads us each day in the paths of righteousness. Then comes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow, we fear no evil. We trust the shepherd, knowing that even death is but a shadow as we pass through the valley to higher ground. The next phrase, his rod and his staff comfort me, the shepherd used the rod to protect the sheep from enemies and the staff to help the sheep if they needed assistance to stay on the path. Now comes an interesting phrase, he prepares a table before me. This is not a picture of a group of little sheep sitting around a picnic table having dinner. In Keller's experience as a shepherd, a table was a flat topped plateau that had fresh spring grass. The shepherd had led his sheep through the valley to the tableland, but it had to be prepared. The shepherd would go around and remove the poisonous weeds that were often bright and colorful and attracted the young lambs, but would cause instant paralysis and death. He would even anoint their head with oil to keep away the nose flies that laid eggs in the nasal passages of the sheep. And then he ends with, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. 
Bethlehem in Israel was the place closest to Jerusalem where they raised lambs for Passover. The baby lamb that was perfect, spotless, and without blemish was wrapped in a special cloth and placed in a designated place called a manger. When Jesus was born, there was no place for him, so they wrapped him in swaddling cloth and placed him in a manger. The perfect Passover lamb of God, our good shepherd. Face it, men, sheep need a shepherd. Let me say it plainly. You and I need the Lord as our shepherd. Jesus Christ came to earth to live and to die as our Passover Lamb of God to pay the price for our sins so we can have eternal life with Him. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord is my shepherd. Is He yours? I trust He is. There you have it, men. Request your digital copy of Our Men Like Sheep at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. Visit our website at goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm Paul Estabrooks on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to become Men Alive, transformed into the image of Jesus Christ.